Hi, everyone. Welcome to Penny Pension in the Kitchen, and thank you for joining our podcast. This episode is all about farmer's markets. Farmer's markets are essential, whether you're a farmer's market manager or a small farmer or food maker selling at the farmer's markets, you have found just the right podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about making the most of National Farmer's Market Week. And I'm one of your hosts, Lacey Ely. I'm the FCS agent in Carroll County. And, and, I'm, and I'm Denise Schaefer. I am the Humphreys County Family Consumer Science agent. And I'm Janet Cluck. I'm the County Extension Director and Family and Consumer Sciences agent with the University of Tennessee Extension in Dixon County. And we have a very special guest with us today, Dr. Chris Smead. Chris, would you introduce yourself to our audience? I'd be happy to. It's great to be with you all today. My name is Chris Sneed. I'm an assistant professor and consumer economics specialist with the University of Tennessee Extension in the Department of Family and Consumer Sciences. And my office is housed um, on the uh, campus in Knoxville. We would like to thank you for joining us today. So of course, today we're gonna to be talking about the farmer's market. Um, so one of the first questions that I would like to ask is what kind of trends do you see when people go in a farmer's market and what is that like? That's a, that's a great question. I'm glad we can talk about farmer's markets because they are near and dear to my heart. We have certainly seen an upward trend in the number of farmers markets that have been operating in the United States. Back in um, 2019, we had over about 8,000 farmers markets that were operational. Uh, what I found really interesting was a study that USDA did back in 2019, and it said on a given day, there's about, um, on a given market day, there's about 916 households that are going to a farmer's market and at that farmer's market, the total amount spent by all the households is over $14,000. Uh, certainly, farmer's markets have increased in popularity. We see them all across our state in cities and small towns. And I think it's very exciting. It's a great way to get your local food. Chris, we know that um, there are uh, a lot of different opportunities for people to uh, get locally produced food. One of those um, uh, is a, a type of farmer's market, but it's known as a, a CSA, Community Supported Agriculture. Uh, could you talk a little bit about that and how that compares to a, a traditional farmer's market? And then I want to talk more about just the interest in eating local food, locally produced food, because that's certainly important. So, the, um, the CSA, the Community Supported Agriculture, is really where you buy in to a, a particular farm and every week you are given a farm box of commodities, fruits, vegetables, or whatever, um, that you bought at that subscription at the beginning for a given price. It's a great way to get um, fresh fruits and vegetables. It's a great way to get fresh products and to get a variety of products because sometimes you'll get products in there that maybe you wouldn't have purchased yourself if you'd gone to the store or to the farmer's market. The CSA is also very nice uh, for people like me who uh, sometimes don't make it to the market on every Saturday or can't make it to a Wednesday market because you know, you're fighting rush hour traffic and you're trying to get home. So CSAs are a wonderful way 
to get local foods and to connect with local food producers. I would say, however, the part of a CSA that I feel like is um, not as pronounced uh, as a farmer's market would be that socialization aspect. Uh, farmer's markets are more than just selling fruits and vegetables and meat products and other products. Farmer's markets are a social venue. And some of the research that I did for my dissertation clearly brought that to the forefront, that that's one of the main reasons a lot of folks shop at the farmer's market. Sure, they can get great food, high quality food, but they also get to see their friends and their neighbors and it becomes a very social atmosphere. I love talking with the growers and I do too. Maybe sharing recipes at the farmer's market. So that's one of my favorite things about going. So I like that you mentioned that. Yeah, it's great to talk with those growers. And y'all, I'll have to admit, I, I plead ignorance many times when I pick up something and I'm like, you're going to have to tell me, what do I do with this when I get it home? Because I'm really not sure uh, what I'm going to do. And they really love sharing their ideas. So it's good to talk about it. Yeah. Well, that's absolutely one of the reasons to shop at a farmer's market is because you get to know the farmer who produced the food that you're buying. And certainly every market is different, but I can say the Dixon County Farmer's Market here um, has some parameters. Uh, I believe our market is very high integrity. And so the vendors at our market are required uh, to only sell uh, produce and uh, that they have grown or items that they have made and it has to be from Dixon or one of the surrounding counties. So that's one thing for consumers to be aware of. The rules for farmers markets are going to vary from one to the other and um, there are some farmers markets in Middle Tennessee where those individuals who have purchased a CSA actually pick up their boxes at mm -hmm. uh, a market. And so there are different hybrids or combinations of, of those two types of uh, transactions, I guess, for, for getting your food. Um, there's been such a huge increase uh, that I've seen in my extension career uh, in uh, people getting back to wanting to buy locally, they want to know where their food comes from. They want to connect with the farmer who grew that food uh, and produced it. And, and like someone said, know how to prepare it, how to use it. And so that's absolutely one of the uh, reasons to support uh, the local farmer's market because you're supporting local agriculture, you're support, supporting the local economy. And um, that's, that's really important. And we can't say enough about that. Absolutely. I totally agree. You know, I'm thankful that that in the United States, we have a safe and abundant food supply, regardless of how that food supply is bought or how that food supply is sold. But yeah, it really is nice to see the face of the food. And you can see that at the farmer's market. You know, last year, there were so many restrictions on farmer's markets. Have y'all seen um, a lot of increase in your participation at your farmer's markets this year? I know mine has been very popular this year so sadly my farmer's market only has two vendors two or three vendors and i used to have like six or seven and it makes really? me so sad i think covid like really messed up the farmer's market in my county so i'm trying to like get back into them maybe me going out there will help people bring back because i it's just it's sad i'm like oh and they're and i love the vendors there they're just so yeah. passionate about what they do and i want they have great produce but I feel like this past pandemic has really 
you know, hit them really hard. So. It, and in Knoxville, our uh, Market Square Farmers Market was back on Market Square, I think, uh, maybe not last Saturday, but the Saturday before last. And the uh, arts and crafts vendors were back as well. And it felt like just that bustling big market that 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 I've come to expect in, in downtown Knoxville. It really was exciting. Our, our market, uh, oh, excuse me, Lacey. Oh, I'm sorry, Jenny. I was just gonna say our market in Dixon County is bursting at the seams. We have all of our uh, slots uh, sold. We have uh, about 30 registered vendors. And of course they're not all there every week, but um, we're really, really happy with uh, the way our market is going. And our county has just um, designated uh, some new property, some county-owned property. Uh, our market's going to move to downtown Dixon, and uh, that's going to be a big boost because we have a very thriving, historic downtown uh, area. And so having the market downtown is going to be a, a plus for the downtown merchants, and it's going to be a plus for the, the vendors to be in a very visible location. So I'm really excited about that. But Chris, I, I agree with you. Our market kind of feels like it did before the pandemic, and yeah. that's Thing. That's I just love awesome. that. Wow. And ours is downtown too. And um, right now it's downtown. And the um, managers have been coming up with new activities, trying to keep it fun. And everybody's been showing up and there's tons of vendors and it's just unreal. They've been having a great time every Saturday. Of course, we have a booth set up and we've been running out of stuff and <laughs> it's been great. So <laughs> couldn't ask that's, for anything better. That's this year. awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Well, I think this is a good moment to mention for anyone listening that uh, the University of Tennessee Extension Office in every county in Tennessee is a great resource uh, for information, whether you are a potential vendor uh, and you are interested in selling your produce or maybe your homemade jams and jellies or you know whatever your thing is that you would like to, to sell uh, we can provide information about how to go about doing that and what the restrictions and requirements are and that sort of thing we're a source of information for consumers who are looking for a market and if you live in a county that doesn't have a farmer's market your extension office um, probably can help you connect with uh, information through the department of agriculture to find a market close to you and we also are are a source of information, Chris, if you do buy some fruit or vegetable and you don't quite know what to do with it, um, the Family and Consumer Sciences agent in each county can provide uh, lots of information and, and ideas and suggestions for not only preparing and, and using that product immediately, but per perhaps for preserving that mm -hmm. fruit or vegetable, whether you want to uh, pressure can something or uh, freeze it or, you know, whatever preservation method you want, might want to use, we're a source of that information. And regardless of where you live in Tennessee, uh, you have uh, an extension office uh, with those resources available to you. Yes, indeed. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention to kind of tie it to one of your questions is, um, what are some advantages for consumers to shop at a farmer's market? Oh, wow. So, I, you know, I think there are a lot of advantages. The, the very first one I, I firmly believe in is the quality of the product. Um, you know, time and time again, consumers have told us the reason we go to farmer's markets, among other things, is because we know we're going to get a product that is of the highest quality, that is picked at the peak of freshness, um, and you really cannot beat 
uh, the quality of those products that are offered. Of course, we also talked about there is a socialization aspect to the farmer's market with the you know consumers socializing with the vendors and socializing with other people that maybe they haven't seen throughout the week. And then one thing I want to 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 make sure that I throw in there is, um, you know, consumers go to the farmer's market um, because the prices are still good. Uh, there is this misperception among people that farmers markets are expensive and you know that you just can't afford them now certainly i mean i'm sure there are items at a farmer's market that might be more expensive than somewhere else but if you look on average and on whole what studies have said time and time again is really the pricing is there is no difference and if anything you stand to save some money uh, at the farmer's market um, so that is that's one of the misperceptions, uh, misconceptions rather that I have to, that I feel like I fight sometimes with uh, folks is just doing a little education there that you can still get a really good deal at a farmer's market. Here's something to think about. Um, you know, if you think about the produce in the your produce section of your local grocery store and, and really think about big items like watermelons or, or other melons and lots of other fruits and vegetables, they are mostly water and think about how heavy uh, one watermelon would be. Think about um, the cost of transportation to bring watermelons that were grown in California or Florida or South Alabama or wherever it might be to truck those up to Tennessee or, or east to Tennessee um, and the cost of fuel not to mention the amount of time that those fruits or vegetables are in transport, which is, is you know, for every hour they're in transport, that's one hour of less freshness uh, than Chris referred to. So I, I just think that's kind of amazing. I read a, a statistic, and this is several years old, but there was a study that said the nation's fruits and vegetables travel an estimation, uh, estimated average of 1,300 miles before mm -hmm. they reach the consumer. So do you want to pay for basically water being transported 1,300 miles before you put it on your table to feed your family? Or do you want to go to the farmer's market and buy fruits and vegetables that were harvested either that morning or the evening before and they're at their absolute peak? So, you know, when you kind of put it in those terms, it really, to me, that makes a big impression mm -hmm. on uh, where our food is coming from and what we're paying for. Yeah. Indeed. Yes, and I'm glad you kind of, uh, you know, debunked that preconception that farmer mar farmers markets are expensive because, you know, you can take that socialization aspect and, you know, get to know your farmers market vendors and they could cut you some deals. You never know. <laughs> you never know. You know, there there is, um, you'll, you'll see some of the tips are, you know, shop early if you want to make sure you're going to get what's on your list or shop late if you want a bargain. Um, <laughs> now, I'm not suggesting by any means that that every farmer reduce their price, you know, at the end of the farmer's market hour or the farmer's market day. But, um, right. but you know, um, you never know uh, once you make those relationships with the with the farmers. And, and we have found um, our farmers that we've worked with, particularly uh, as we've been promoting farmers markets with limited resource audiences, to be very generous uh, because they are excited to have clients there um, and they're they're excited to have those customers there. Absolutely. Um, so another question I got is how would you tell people to get started with 
shopping at a farmer's market? If they've never been before, what do you suggest that they do? Well, I think, so, you know, in our mind, we have uh, this paradigm of when we go grocery shopping, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to park my car. I'm going to get a buggy. I'm going to go up and down these aisles and pick things off a shelf and compare. So a farmer's market really flips that on its head, right? Uh, I would say the first thing to do is to go enjoy. Don't put a time limit on yourself. Let it be a social event. Um, I always encourage folks to make one loop around the market without buying anything, just to see what's there. It, it never fails. It happened to me last Saturday. I was so excited to get a Cherokee purple tomato, you know, that I took the very first one I got. And then I got a few booths in and I thought, wow, these look a lot better. But I'd already bought the Cherokee purple tomato because I was just so excited. It was right you sound there. Sound like my children, Chris. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. And I'm the I'm the consumer economist, y'all. So that's the that's the bad thing. But really enjoy the experience. And a lot of markets will have a market information booth, and that's a great place to go if you do have questions about the market. If you have questions about whether or not they accept SNAP benefits or WIC uh, farmers market vouchers or the senior farmers market vouchers. Uh, really seeking out that information booth, you can get a lot of good in info as well. And plus, with some of our larger markets, you you need that information booth to kind of figure out the lay of the land, because uh, some of them can be quite large, but I think you'll find them to be really enjoyable and oh so welcoming, the customers and the, the vendors as well. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Uh, let's see. And then another question I have is, what are some and you kind of touched upon this, but what are some other tips and tri tricks that you can make the shopping experience at a farmer's market enjoyable and relaxing and not stressing to the consumer? Yes, yes. Well, I think to give yourself that patience, that grace to really make it an, an outing and an event to enjoy. I think also to go with an adventurous spirit. So try something that you've not tried before make this an opportunity uh, for you to introduce something new to your family um, that maybe you've never made it before at home. Uh, this is a great time to try that new thing and to be adventurous as well. And uh, the other thing that I would add is as you're making your loop, I'm not good with mental notes, but I sometimes even jot down or put on my phone in my notes section, like big blue tent, good tomatoes. And so I would know after I'm done with the loop, I can look at my phone and say, oh, okay, yeah, I need to go back to the big blue tent uh, because they had the good tomatoes. And, and so, I, you know, a little planning like that can go a long way. Now, I will say, you know, as, as you're all's, uh, one of your all's consumer economists, I have to say, um, you might want to go with a budget in mind because it is easy to overspend at a farmer's market. Um, a prime example was, you know, as I was, as I was leaving last Saturday, the bakery that we love was set up and I just had to have lemon cookies. And knowing that I had spent plenty of money at that farmer's market, um, I, th those lemon cookies were calling my name. So if, if I'm sure uh, they do everyone's. <laughs> oh, they do. Oh, they're so good. So, you know, have a budget in mind and try to stick to that budget if you're really um, worried about overspending. And if you're like me and just want to support everyone, you know, I know. Like, Let me buy this from me. <laughs> well, we are talking about pension pennies here, but that's right. Absolutely. 
you make a good point. Um, at a farmer's market, often the farmers will allow you to taste uh, something that they have available. And uh, so it, it's a great way to introduce new fruits and vegetables to your children or grandchildren and let them experience uh, how those products look and smell and, and maybe even taste. And, and uh, that's an encouraging uh, way to, to get children to try new food. Mm -hmm. The other thing that we haven't mentioned, and I do want to get this in before we close, um, you know, as a society, we have become so um, accustomed to going to the grocery store, the big supermarket, and buying whatever fruit or vegetable we want 365 days per year. And we have lost our appreciation for eating with the seasons. And, and again, I go back to, yes, we are buying strawberries in February, but think about where those strawberries grew and how many hours they were in transport getting to my grocery store and so we've lost I think our appreciation for what fresh Tennessee strawberries taste like in May when they're in season or homegrown tomatoes at the 4th of July in Tennessee or you name it whatever fruit or vegetable and so again by supporting the farmer's market you are buying and eating what's in season in Tennessee and that's when it tastes the best that's when it's at its highest nutrient peak and um, I just um, I just think that we've lost that as a society and so that's a big reason to shop at your local local farmers market and see what's in season because just because you can buy it at the grocery store in July or January or August or whatever that doesn't mean that it's in season mm -hmm. right then in Tennessee so Chris you may want to add to that but I, I think that's important I do want to put in a plug uh, for pick Tennessee products uh, the website um, because if you want to know what is in season in Tennessee that is a great resource if you want to know who's selling blueberries in your county or a nearby county, that is a great resource in addition to your local extension agent. Um, but the Pick Tennessee products, I highly encourage folks to Google it. It pops right up. And um, you're right, uh, Janet, it, there's nothing like a tomato when it's in season. Don't give it to me in January because I don't even want it on my sandwich. Uh -uh. But you know, there's nothing like tomatoes right now when they're in season. I totally agree. This has been great, Chris. We really Thank appreciate you. you visiting with us today. And Denise or Lacey, I don't know if either one of you had any other questions that we needed to ask Chris, but we could. Oh, we really do appreciate you being here, Chris. Yeah, we could visit all day, but probably people don't want to listen to us all day. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. One thing I did want to add is um, be sure to the listeners, if you do visit your farmer's markets, they're in pool season right now and they're going and be sure to come check us out uh, with your local extension agents if we're ever at the farmer's market getting samples because we usually get the produce um, from the farmer's market vendors that they let us use, a, use them for our samples so you get to try their actual produce. So be sure to check us out. Uh, we love seeing you all and they love seeing you. Uh, we really appreciate you all and we wanna thank you again, Dr. Sneed for joining us with our Penny Pigeon in the Kitchen podcast. Pleasure to be here. Let's remind everybody if they're listening and they found us on uh, another platform, uh, be sure and follow our page on Facebook, Penny Pension in the Kitchen. Uh, each week we uh, uh, post videos and uh, information and education from the University of Tennessee Extension. Thank you so much for joining us.